Hello and welcome to Premier Skills English. My name's Rich. And my name's Jack. And we're here to talk about football and help you with your English. The Premier League season has finished, but there are still lots of football stories to talk about. We're going to choose a couple of stories from the world of football and pick out some interesting vocabulary. These stories might be about a football match we've seen or something connected to football or a Premier League club or player. We're going to select one story each. I'm going to find a story to talk about and cho I'll choose some interesting vocabulary. And I'm going to do the same. We will then have a quiz for you. You need to try to guess a word or phrase before either of us do. If you're listening to us for the first time, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify or wherever you may be listening to us. And, of course, you can listen to us on the Premier Skills English website where you'll also find the transcript so you can read and listen at the same time. And there are free activities to help you understand. Rich, tell us about the story you've chosen. Well, my article is a roundup of all the action at Euro 2020 on PremierLeague.com. What did you think of that England performance? They were great, weren't they? And that's what's at the top of the article. The headline is Kane's double helps England into semi-finals. A fantastic 4-0 win against Ukraine and a first semi-final at the Euros since 1996. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting excited now. I really think England have a chance of winning something. They've never won anything in my life. Mine neither, but I am much younger than you. Anyway, the story goes on to talk about England's win and then who they'll be playing next. And uh, that's Denmark, right? Yes, we'll be up against Kasper Schmeichel's Denmark team, who've been playing really well. It's going to be a tough one. It's time to look at a bit of language from the article that Rich read. We're going to do things a bit differently this week. Yes, we are. We're going to play a game, a language game. I've chosen a phrase from the article about England winning at Euro 2020 and Jack has to ask me questions about this phrase and try to guess what it is. But I can look at the article, right? Yes, of course. You can ask a maximum of 10 questions. If you haven't got the answer by then, I'll tell you what it is. And our listeners can play at home. See if you can guess the phrase before I do. Okay, I've chosen my phrase. Shall we start? Is, is that one of your 10 questions? No, no, of course not. Don't be silly. Okay, you've already told me that you've chosen a phrase. So, is it an idiom? Um, no, it's not 
exactly an idiom like it's raining cats and dogs or it's a piece of cake it's more more a chunk of language uh, a few words that we often see together it's it's definitely idiomatic though okay so it's not exactly an idiom but it's idiomatic okay so um it's informal yes definitely it's it's mainly spoken language uh, you might hear football commentators saying it, but it could be used in match reports too. So, um, it's football English? Yes, definitely. It describes something that happens on the pitch. I think that's three questions already, maybe four. Okay, okay. So, it's informal, it's idiomatic, it's something that happens on the pitch. Is it a difficult phrase to know? Mm, I'd say so, yes, especially the idiomatic use of the main word in the phrase. If the word is being used in a literal way, the word is B2 level. Okay, that might help. Let me think of the literal meaning. Is it a verb? It is in this article. It can be a noun too. It's, it's difficult. Um, do you want a clue? Yes, please. <laughs> Okay, what can I say? All right, here we go. This main word is connected to a, a hobby many grandmothers enjoy. It's connected to clothes. Um, knitting? Uh, your mum likes knitting and making clothes for your boys? Mm, close. I can't see anything about knitting in this article. Hold on. What about sewing? <laughs> You're getting warmer. Here it is. It's here. It's thread. The word is thread and here is the phrase. To thread a ball or to thread a pass. <laughs> you got it. Let, let me read out the sentence. Tottenham Hotspur striker Kane gave England a dream start on four minutes with a composed finish after Manchester City's Raheem Sterling had threaded the ball into his path. Sterling threaded the ball through to Kane. To thread a ball or pass through to someone means to make a very accurate pass when there's only a very small space. Yes, like when you're sewing. The thread is the line of cotton that you have to put through the, put through the eye of a needle. There's another idiom, but let's not look at that now. That was quite difficult. We'll have another game after you've told us about your story, Jack. Uh, but we'll, we'll make it a little bit easier. Jack, tell us about the story you've chosen. Well, my article is about the Arsenal legend Patrick Vieira. Yes, I remember him. He was a great midfielder. I remember he had some real battles with uh, Manchester United's Roy Keane. I think he was one of the best Premier League midfielders they've ever been. He was part of the team known as the Invincibles. Oh, the Arsenal team that didn't lose all season. You might have mentioned them before. <laughs> so why is Patrick Vieira in the news? He's back in the Premier League as the manager of Crystal Palace. 
He's got a tough match to begin with, though, away at the Champions League winners, Chelsea. And when will uh, Patrick Vieira be, be up against Arsenal? October the 16th, so not too long to wait. I'm sure Arsenal fans will give Vieira a warm welcome. OK, it's time to look at a bit of language from the article that Jack has read. We're going to play the same language game as a few minutes ago. I've chosen a phrase from the article about Patrick Vieira becoming manager at Crystal Palace. And Rich has to ask me questions about the phrase and try to guess what it is. Remember, I can ask a maximum of 10 questions before Jack tells me the answer. And you can play at home. Try to guess the correct word or phrase before Rich does. OK, is it a word or a phrase? It's just a word. That makes it easier. Does it? Uh, there are about a thousand words in this article. OK, knowing the part of speech will narrow things down. Is it an adjective, a verb? It's a noun. OK, and what type of noun is it? Is it, is it a concrete noun? Something I can see? No, it's an abstract noun. OK, so I'm, I'm looking through this article for abstract nouns. There can't be that many of them. Is it, is it a high-level word? Uh, let me look it up. Um, it says it's B1, so it's an intermediate word. Not too difficult, but not that easy either. Hmm, OK, and what are some of the common collocations that go with this word? I think the strongest collocation is biggest. Let me give you an example that will help. One of my biggest <coughs> is to see the northern lights. Hmm, OK, I think I know what it is now, but could you give me another example, another, another collocation? OK, uh, another collocation. The word you're looking for often goes with have. We can say someone has an... <coughs> to reach the top in their profession. Here is a countable noun. More generally, you can use it as an uncountable noun. People have they are she has lots of or she lacks All right, so we can use this word with have or with adjectives like biggest. Yes. There are lots of adjectives you can use with this word. Burning, lifelong, secret. OK, I'm sure I know what it is now. The word is ambition. It's here. Let me read out what Patrick Vieira says. I have spoken a lot with the chairman and sporting director about their ambition and plans for the whole club. Well done. Yes, the word was ambition. People have ambition. They can have lots of ambition or lack ambition. People can have burning ambitions, lifelong ambitions or secret ambitions. OK, well, it took me a while to get the right answer, but I got there in the end. I never knew that you had the ambition to see the northern lights, Jack. I have lots of ambitions, Rich. OK, that leads us to our questions for you this week. 
we want you to use the language we've introduced in this week and use it in the comments section at the bottom of the page. Our questions are all about ambitions. What ambitions do you have? Do you have a lifelong burning ambition? Do you have a secret ambition? We can't ask that question because it wouldn't be a secret then, would it? Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, what, what about your football team? What ambitions do you think they have this season? Do they have ambitions to win the league, to stay in the league, or maybe win a cup competition and qualify for Europe? Write all your answers in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website or on YouTube. Okay, our football phrase. If you've not listened to the podcast before, every week we set our listeners a challenge. We explain a football phrase or word and you have to guess what it is. You'll hear this football phrase in every podcast we release this week, so you don't have any excuse to miss it or not have a guess. When you know the answer, go to the podcast page on the Premier Skills English website, Apple Podcasts or YouTube and write the word or phrase in the comments. If you're correct, we'll announce your name on next week's podcast. Thanks for all your answers and guesses last week. The first listener with the correct answer was Hayato from Japan. Well done, Hayato. And congratulations also go to Lubomir from Ukraine, Marco Zapian and Mario from Mexico, Bertolt and Gitandari from Indonesia, Max Alex from Vietnam and Mo Beckham and Woodpecker74 from Turkey. If you're still wondering what the answer was, here it is again. Last week's football phrase was match stats. This phrase describes all the numbers that happen in a game. These things might include the number of corners, number of shots on and off target, amount of possession and things like that. I always look at the match stats, but the most important stat is how many goals the teams have scored. Now it's time for this week's football phrase. Remember, you'll hear this football phrase now and we'll repeat the challenge in all three parts of the podcast. We'll have the answer for you in part one of our next podcast as well as in this week, which you can watch on YouTube. So what is this week's football phrase, Jack? This week's football phrase is On the BBC website, it says that Premier League clubs are able to have fans watch matches, but the stadiums can only open with because of COVID-19 restrictions. This is better than having no fans at all, but I'm looking forward to the atmosphere you get when a stadium is full. Yes, me too. There's nothing like the sound of Anfield at full singing. You'll never walk alone. If you have a football phrase you'd like us to use in the podcast, just get in touch and let us know. Right, that's all we have time for now. Uh, but we'll be back uh, later this week on Apple Podcasts and Spotify with the Premier Skills English podcast, which will be about the environment.
Don't forget to write your guesses in the comments below. If you get it right, we'll announce your name on next week's podcast and live on YouTube. Or write your answers on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube, if that's where you listen to us. Just write the answers in the comments section and say hi. Before we finish, we just wanted to say that we hope you found this lesson useful and we hope all of you stay fit and healthy. Bye for now and enjoy your football. Thank you.